What's up? What's happening? Welcome here to Where in the Sports World. I'm Travis Eldridge. We've got a cool guest this week, a guy that I've had a chance to cover playing college lacrosse since his freshman year at Loyola. But now we're talking hoops with Pat Spencer. He's a player who on the lacrosse field won the Tour Todd Award, the highest individual honor in college lacrosse, but has since traded that lacrosse stick for a basketball, playing a post-grad year of hoops in the Big Ten at Northwestern, and now trying to chase his dream of playing professional basketball. Spencer currently in Germany, playing pro basketball in Germany's Basketball Bundesliga. That's the top level of hoops in the country. And he's just made his way into the Hamburg Towers lineup for the final stretch of the regular season. On this episode, we'll talk about his love of hoops, if he could see himself coming back to play pro lacrosse at some point, and his journey to playing professionally in Europe. It's time to catch up with Pat Spencer right now. We've got Pat joining us now. Uh, Pat, our show here is Where in the Sports World, so you got to fill people in. Where in the sports world are you right now? I'm in Hamburg, Germany right now at the moment, um, playing basketball for the Hamburg Towers. And so, um, yeah, that's where I'm at in my journey. The journey to get to Hamburg, let's just go from Northwestern. You, you finish your, your one year of playing hoops at Northwestern, and then you decide you want to try to play pro hoops. Walk people through the different steps you, you go through to get to now playing professionally in Germany. Yeah, you know, I think for me, one was just to get on the court um, at Northwestern. And then once that process started, um, you know, I, I had to prove that I could play at that level. Uh, once that was over, you know, we didn't have the best season, but I felt like I learned a lot about myself and my game. Um, and so going into the offseason, and I had to find an agency that, you know, agreed with me and it felt like I could play at the next level. Um, fortunately, I you know, was able to find an incredible agency in tandem, uh, tandem sports and entertainment and um, aligned with them and, and just kind of had to figure out the next steps for myself. Um, obviously, given the fact that I only have one year of playing college basketball, I knew my journey would be a little bit different. Um, you know, add that to the fact that we had an entire year of COVID and a lot of different protocol um, hurdles to, to jump over. Um, definitely stepped me back a little bit, but um, you know, it's going to be a long journey for me no matter what. So I, I, you know, I found an agency that, that is along with me for the entire ride. And um, at this point, you know, it's best for me to play in a high level league um, for my, for my long-term goals. And so I'm keeping the ball in my hands this year by playing in the, the German BBL um, at a pretty high level. Yeah, no, it's a very high level for, I mean, people that don't know you're in the same league is like Louisville's Peyton Siva. You got uh, Niels Gafai who played at UConn and won a national championship. You got legit dudes who have competed at, at some of the highest levels. For you, because, were there other options for you trying to figure it out before you, you ended up at Hamburg kind of like on their like training squad or was that the one spot that, that really fit? <clears throat> No, like I said, there were some hurdles um, in the off season. Uh, just had, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep that kind of under the rug. I don't want to yeah. you know, throw anybody under the bus on that, um, just professionally. But uh, so I had had some things in place that, unfortunately, last minute had to change due to some COVID protocols. Um, had to redirect with my agency and figure out what the best step was for the remainder of this year. Figure out what what would make sense for my professional career and my long-term goals. And so um, this opportunity came up and, you know, talked it over with my agent and realized that it was probably an opportunity that was going to be worthwhile to, to make the best of this year. Um, and then, you know, we'll cross that bridge next year and, and find some real opportunities after that. Yeah. As somebody who's had a chance to talk to a bunch of people in your 
position where they're playing abroad in Spain or Germany. I think it's fascinating, kind of the recruiting aspect of it, because it's like you're going through college recruiting again. You need like film and, and game tape and you got to send highlights out to people and then hope that you find a match. What was that process like for you? Yeah, a lot of that takes place on, um, you know, the agency side. For me, it's more so about taking care of my game and taking care of the things that I need to take care of. I, I let, um, you know, my agent handle the professional side that way. Um, he knows my game. He knows what I can bring to an organization. And so I trust that he'll find an opportunity that's worthwhile for me. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a different, a different recruiting process for sure. Um, you know, a lot of these teams haven't even seen a guy, you know, it's not like college lacrosse recruiting where those coaches are lined up on the sidelines every summer watching these kids play. Um, a lot of it's word of mouth. A lot of it is, um, you know, obviously film, but a lot of it is just system based too. Can you fit within an, an organization system? So, um, but like I said, a lot of that's handled by my agent and, and the people in the background. So you finally get your chance with Hamburg here in your debut, you score double figures, have a great game. How good did that feel? It felt great. I mean, I've been waiting for the entire year to just get back out and compete again um, at whatever level that might be. You know, I've played organized sports my entire life. So to have almost an entire year off was definitely um, a bit unique. So, um, but yeah, I mean, to have it, happen in that fashion and, and to be able to step in and help the team get a win was big time. Uh, walk people through the, the last year for you in terms of like, what have you done to try to stay in shape? Like, where have you been training? What, what have you been up to? Yeah, it's been quite a journey. Um, like I said, I only have one year of college ball, so I knew I needed a ton of work this off season. Um, completely had to reconstruct my shot and get things to where I wanted to get to. Um, fortunately, I was able to find a trainer who was um, in my area for the entire summer. Uh, he was actually working with one of my buddies who's uh, Admiral Schofield. He was in town working with him. Uh, he was with the Wizards. And then um, Year 7 from Georgetown was also in the area. So we all three worked out together. Um, trainer's name is, is Ben Belusi. And so we had, a, we had a core group of four guys that were working out six to seven days a week. Um, obviously, from an individual standpoint, I had a lot of them, you know, improving to do. Um, and then also, about, you know, I was able to play against some really good competition in the Baltimore area. Fortunately, there's a lot of local guys that come back, the professional guys come back, and then uh, actually bounced around a little bit, too, just to make sure I was keeping my hand, hand in it and staying in shape. I bounced down to Miami for about a week or so to get some runs down there um went up to new york to, to meet with my trainer and so um just just stayed busy like i said i there's a lot that i needed to work on still will continue to improve but um you know the journey's been quite a unique one but you know i knew that going into it at what point in your time at northwestern did it hit you that pro basketball was not maybe just like a distant dream but was a realistic option Yeah, I and mean, to be honest, I thought it was before Northwestern. Like, I think that it's always been, um, you know, that's always been my career goal. I've been playing basketball through college, you know, in the summers against some professional guys. And, uh, you know, I knew they were down the line. Uh, still had a, an unbelievable passion for the game of lacrosse at the time. And so I wanted to make sure I, I stuck with that all the way through college. But I knew deep down um, that my professional roots were going to be in the game of basketball.
when you make your way over to Germany, does lacrosse stick end up in the, in the carry on? <laughs> it doesn't. There's uh there's very limited space on the plane, so it hasn't made it over here, but I believe it or not, I've been in contact with um, a buddy, a former buddy of mine who's playing in the PLL, Romar uh, Dennis. And so small world enough, his high school coach actually coaches a, uh, a team over here. So I think after this season, you know, given the protocol, calls, um, you know, I don't want to get anybody sick right now, but uh, I'll probably link up with them and, and go to a local clinic former. Hey, where is lacrosse fall in your life now that obviously you're playing a different sport at a, at a, the, one of the highest levels that you can play at, but there has to probably be part of your heart that's still in lacrosse. Like, where is it in, in, in your life now? Oh, I, yeah, absolutely. Um, first and foremost, I mean, I'm, I'm a greyhound for life. So um, I'll watch all those uh, games that, so having you know, some teammates and guys that I consider to be some of my best friends um, playing. So I, I watch all those games. And then uh, so occasionally I'll be able to catch some games uh, on like Saturday. Um, most of the time it's a little game, but if there's a, if there's a good game on, uh, I'll normally I'll take a peek. So it's definitely, yeah, no, it's not it's definitely not out of my life. It's uh, just unfortunately I'm, I'm not playing it at the moment, but um doesn't mean I'm, I'm still not watching. You say you watch a little bit of college lacrosse. Who are the guys right now who are impressing you? Yeah, I'm. Uh, you know, I when I was at the tour on some of the guys that are really playing well now are, are playing well. Um, Michael Sowers was a part of that group, and Jared Bernhardt's a part of that group. I'll, I'll be honest; I think Jared is, is having an unbelievable year. I I didn't expect that out of him, um, and not I don't mean that negatively. I just think he's kind of exceeded expectations i think he's playing unbelievably well he's a tremendous athlete and uh you know, I, I like the way he's playing um and i think michael sowers is probably i don't want to ta say taking a bit of a backseat but i think you know he's such a team player that i think he's doing whatever to win games so um both of those guys i think are are in a, a tier you know above the rest i think chris gray is great at carolina too but um i haven't had a chance to really watch a ton of those teams play like i said most of it's more Loyola and then catch a game here and there. With, uh, with your career at Loyola, and obviously you played and took that team to pretty much the highest level of college lacrosse. When you leave after winning a tour time, were there any regrets about your four years at Loyola or was it everything that you could have wanted? No, the only regret is not getting it done. You know, I think just competitively, um, I wish we could have brought a title back, but, um, no, there, there's no regrets. I mean, the unbelievable experience for my whole family, myself, and um, you know, made some memories and, and relationships that are way beyond the cross and will last a lifetime. So, yeah. Could you ever see yourself playing pro lacrosse after chasing the basketball dreams over? That's it to say. I mean, I really, I haven't even thought about it. If I'm being honest, I'm so focused on what I have right now um, that it it just seemed. I want to say yes or no. I couldn't tell you. I'm really, you know, I have so many goals for myself in terms of what I'm doing right now that um, I haven't even gotten to that point yet. 
when you go back to high school, because obviously, I mean, I, I think there are, you're not alone in this. I think there are a lot of people who are great at one sport, but there's a different sport that maybe like holds a really special place in their heart. And for you, it seems like that was basketball, despite the fact that you got great opportunities in lacrosse. Is there ever part of you that thinks about like what would have happened if you just played hoops right away out of high school? Yeah, I thought about it, but like I said, I wouldn't change anything for the world. Uh, Loyola was, was unbelievable. So I, I wouldn't change it, but I, I'd be lying if I didn't say, um, you know, I, I definitely think about it. So um, just would have quicker and just had my game at a certain level that I'd like to be at. But um, like I said, my journey is a bit of a unique one and, and I'm happy with where I'm at. But I and I, you say that, and I do think though, like I and correct me if I'm wrong. From watching you play lacrosse over the course of four years, and we had a chance to see you play right away as a freshman, and and then develop all the way through your senior year, it felt like you got better in big moments, and and felt more of control over big moments by the time you got to senior year. That maybe helped you once you then turned the page to try to play college basketball. Am I right in that sense that you took a lot away from those those four years? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and I, you know, the same thing happened with basketball. You know, the more I found myself in, in different situations in the game where I prepared um, for this moment, um, I've said it before in, in other interviews, lacrosse and basketball have a ton of overlap. And so um, one definitely prepares me for the other. So just being in a competitive atmosphere and, and having those big time moments in lacrosse only definitely helped ball court. Your brother Cam had a, a nice little run at Loyola here as, as they made a NCAA or a, a conference tournament run. How much, what have you seen from, from your yeah. little brother now playing for the Greyhounds on the basketball side? Yeah, had a heck of a run down the end of the season. Uh, he's been hurt. He's been banged up. And so we got to get him healthy. He's had a, a rough last cup fight and um, a hip injury in the senior year. And so um, he seems to finally be getting a little bit better. Uh, he was fighting through it for the team for the end of the year, just trying to make an MCA tournament run. Um, but but they have a really good core group. You know, they have a great coaching staff. And um, so I'm excited for him. You know, I, ho I hope he can get get healthy. And, uh, you know, obviously this summer we'll be working, both of us to get better and, and pushing each other. Um, all right. So compare the two experiences for me, playing lacrosse in college at the highest level and playing college basketball at the highest level. Yeah, they're totally different, um, but at the same time, there's a ton of similarities. You know, I think uh, the, the biggest part for me was the fact that I think Ridley has, has one of the best game day atmospheres to offer in, in all of college sports. I think um, there's just an incredible atmosphere. When, when you step into that stadium, you can tell everybody's there because they love the sport of lacrosse. They love being a part of that environment. Um, and honestly, I think it, it's got to be a top five place to play in all of college lacrosse. It's an unbelievable venue. So. Um, you know, you go from that and then you go and you start playing in arenas where it holds 40 to 50,000. It, it's definitely a different experience. Um, but at the end of the day, both of them, you know, hold a special place in my heart. I think I wouldn't trade it for the world, the experience I had at Ridley. Um, and at the same time, getting to play in front of 40, 50,000 people um, in packed arenas was, was pretty exciting too. So let's circle back to, to now you playing uh, pro hoops in Germany. Obviously, you, you, your team had some injuries and allowed you to, to slot in there. What's the goal here in the last stretch of the, the regular season? And then hopefully uh, 
be part of a playoff run for Hamburg. Yeah, I mean, the goal is just to keep the level of play up. You know, we've had a couple guys get banged up here and there, um, unfortunately, but we're, we're coming up on the playoffs here within the next few weeks. Uh, we have four more regular season games, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, we have an opportunity to still move up and uh, get a little bit higher in the rankings here. So I think, obviously, that's the goal down the stretch. And then playoffs are, are anybody's game. You know, we, we've given ourselves the opportunity to team, obviously, before I got here, but um, since I've been here, we've given ourselves the opportunity to be in the playoff picture, and um, that's all you can ask, you know. So right now we're, we're focused on, obviously, the next game on Thursday, but um, down the stretch, it's making sure we put ourselves in the best position to be successful. With, uh, with that being said, for you individually, where's the what's the level of play difference been like from – whether it was training in the summer to playing at Northwestern to now playing in Germany, what's the transition like? I think it's completely different. And I, I say that because I feel like I, I put a lot of work in this off season. I'm a completely different player. So I'd be lying if I said it, it's even comparable from a Northwestern standpoint, because I, you know, I, I, I played okay in Northwestern, but if I'm being honest with myself, uh, personally, I wasn't happy with how I played. And so um, this offseason was big for me, going for seven months straight, doing two days, six days a week, and just getting myself and my body and my game to where it needed to be. Um, I feel like I'm a completely different player now than I was, you know, a full year ago. And so, um, you know, the level of play over here is obviously a little bit higher. It's a professional level, and these guys have been playing for quite a bit. But, um, you know, I feel like I'm ready to make that next step. And I'm obviously going to con continue to improve and keep working, but – um, you know, I'm happy with where my game's at in terms of my level of play compared to a year ago. You, you mentioned your body. Are, are you bigger? You it look, Just from the pictures and video, it seems like you're a little you, – you bulked up a bit. How much did you bulk up? Yeah, I haven't bulked up. I just lost, um, you know, some of the weight that I wanted to lose. Basketball is a little bit different, you know, in terms of shape. Um, I, I carried a little bit more weight in my legs, the lacrosse. Uh, I used that physicality in my lower body in terms of backing down defenders and just – um, you know, utilizing that size a bit more. Uh, basketball, you know, I, I'm going to have to cover some smaller, quicker guys. And so I knew I was going to have to get my legs into shape. And, uh, you know, the, the upper body strength was there before. And I just tried to maintain that. But, um, yeah, it's more so about making sure my body's in basketball shape, which is obviously a little bit different than lacrosse. Oh, uh, uh, Pat, we, we appreciate the time, man. We can't wait to see you back in action uh, on the floor over there in Germany. And then uh, can't wait to continue to watch your career. Good luck. Awesome, man. Thanks for everything. Thanks for supporting.